Wild baby. Wild baby. Wild baby? Wild baby. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Baby. We're your hosts, Maddie Wong and Jay Bouquet, Colorado-based portrait photographers sharing our personal perspectives and journeys through societal expectations on beauty. Wild Baby is here to provide people of color, gender identity, and sexual expression a safe community that will allow everyone to grow, learn, and heal. Disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists, sexologists, or claiming that we know everything. We are just a community who wants to have interesting conversations that will hopefully allow us to heal. Welcome, Wild Babies. I hope everyone's doing great on this fine-ass Friday. Uh, I hope you all are so excited and ready for this episode. Uh, We've been planning this forever since me and Maddie first thought about the podcast. We've been planning with a special guest for you, Stephanie Mohe. A goddess-like figure rising from hell to bring you heat. All right? (laughs) Stephanie Mohabe, everybody. Hey. Uh, (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Today we're discussing topics for the plus-size modeling community as well as body positivity. Let's go. Welcome, Stephanie. Where have you been all my life? I'm I am big time fangirling. Stop. <laughs> I yeah, I'm nervous. No. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I'm nervous when I like when I meet someone that I look up to. Stop. It's I'm like, gonna cry. It's so weird because like I don't do that online but when i do in real life i'm like what do i say oh my goodness like i became so shy and like had a little bit more reserve but can you tell us a little bit about a little bit about yourself your background where you come from absolutely so thank you for the wonderful introduction that's such a <laughs> title to hold up to i'm gonna act like i'm rising from hell and no, i love it that totally describes me because i'm over here like dismantling all of the bs yeah but um yeah stephanie uh, pronouns are she her and aya i identify as a plus size woman a woman of color um a first generation daughter of immigrants on top of that too so really like living out the first gen experience here in the states um, I'm from, I was born in LA, but raised in Nebraska. And then I've been living in Colorado for like about 15 years now. I'm pretty sure it's close to 20, but we'll say 15 cause I don't want to age myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my mom is, um, from Mexico, from Jalisco and my dad is from Chalatenango, Salvador. So on top of being a first generation daughter of immigrants, woman of color, I'm also a multi-ethnic yeah. woman of color. And it's honestly a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I definitely pull from a lot of um, pockets of identity. And yeah, that that's me. And on top of that, of course, a plus size model. <laughs> so this is like, um, yeah, no, it's it's been a, quite a journey. I just started modeling professionally and signed with an agency. I'm currently signed at Wilhelmina Denver. Um, it's been about a year. It's going to be about a year. So just seeing the growth between then and now and just reflecting back on that moment where I'm just like, I think I want to do this and just yeah. doing it and watching it take storm, like mm-hmm. has been incredible. And just meeting like 
photographers like Jay and now you, Maddie, yeah. and just like really um, building that community within Denver because I saw a lack of representation not only with plus size models, mm-hmm. but um, women like specifically plus size models of color. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Um, so I know a little bit about like your journey uh, as you kind of dove into modeling, mm-hmm. but I'm curious, like, how were you able to overcome some of those self doubts and reclaim that new title mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> so I've always been. Um, I think I really like delayed my own motivation to go for it, to go for the modeling, to go for the creating, to go for the putting myself in front of a lens because it's something that I've always loved. I've always loved performing. I've always loved being in front of the camera. That was just like, I think I really took that when I was struggling in my teen years and even in my childhood without noticing, right? And even in like my early adulthood, I took that as like a big healing thing for me. And admittedly so, something that always held me back from really going for it was my weight. And it wasn't until, I want to say like, elementary school it always happens in elementary school right someone made a comment about my weight like saying oh she's a big girl Mm. and I'm over here like yeah I'm tall like I've always been taller like bigger especially being like a Latina where Mm. usually they're just very petite and thin I'm like no I've always been like five seven and just thick (laughs) so I think just going from that and being like oh my gosh like I am a big girl And then obviously just comments like within my family, like, oh, you need to watch what you eat because you're going to get fat and all these other things. And I think I'm going into high school again, like existing in a bigger body. Um, Comments were still being made about my body, Mm -hmm. super inappropriately so. But I've noticed something about myself that regardless of these comments being made, I kind of took that, that little ounce of confidence that I had in me and I capitalized everything out of it Mm -hmm. like I started like performing I started singing like I've always knew that I've like had these talents but again the weight holding me back and then fast forward now you know like a year ago now maybe even before then I'm just like I always told myself okay you gotta lose 20 pounds and then boom you're gonna submit your portfolio or you have to do this you have to start eating right you have to start exercising you have to be like a little bit thinner than you are now like I was really ambitious on being a size eight because that I did my research and that would categorize me as a plus size model. And we can get into that later, right? Because the industry, like a size eight is plus size. So I think the big moment that I had with myself is I really sat down with myself and I'm like, okay, if I don't do it now, who's going to say that I'm going to do it when I lose the 20 pounds? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I do lose the 20 pounds, who's going to say that I'm still, I'm going to do it still. So I'm like, the time is now. And I was very admittedly so and vulnerably. So I was scared so much I was so scared I'm just like people are gonna judge me like I already know what I look like and the one thing that like people always dismissed from me was yeah like I can totally see you on screen like a performer because of my personality but then I always got the whole you're so pretty for a big girl you have a pretty face you have like a great smile and a great personality but you're a big girl you know (laughs) so I think um that's what really got me out of it. And I told myself, if I continue to work against myself, I'm never going to be one with myself. Mm. So I really needed to do a lot of healing and decolonization of like Eurocentric beauty standards. And it wasn't until I like moved out and lived on my own and like had to rebuild this relationship with my body. Um, and, you know, a trigger warning, 
ed okay okay so just really quickly like just having to heal through that and then Mm -hmm. rebuild the relationship with food and my body too Mm -hmm. um yeah that that's really what what got me here and again just being like stephanie you're probably not going to do it even if you lose 20 pounds you might as well do it now Mm -hmm. it was it was a gamble (laughs) it was a huge gamble because it was like what am I going to lose? People are going to call me fat online. Okay, newsflash. I know what I look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on, right? So, yeah. I hope that answered your question. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I know we met and we had like a mini conversation about like, I think when we met, I barely was like, yeah, I think I want to model. And you're like, oh, go for it. And I fucking went for it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like, I'm the kind of person where it's just kind of like, I don't take small steps. I'm just kind of like, boom, let's go. Let's do it. I did my research, I connected with those who I could have, I built a portfolio, started like, um, you know, investing in community and myself. And really, I think along the journey, I've always, I've had to reflect on myself, like what kind of model do I want to be? Do I want to be the commercial model that just like models in North Face jackets? Mm -hmm. Or do I want to be like the high fashion model that's like on Vogue and dismantling like all of these oppressive systems on like bigger bodies and like fat liberation you know of course i'm gonna go for the second one because <laughs> i'm rising from hell like <laughs> so yeah that's um that's really what got me here and it's been the most liberating oh my gosh the most liberating experience that i have had and there's a lot of healing that came with that just accepting like you're in this bigger body, girl, you got to work with it, you know? And I know that's also kind of speaking from a place of, in a way, like privilege, because I know not everyone can immediately get there. Yeah. It takes a long time. I mean, my goodness, it took me like five years. Like, and it's a continuous journey still, right? Because some days I wake up and I'm like, why did I become like, because then I think there's like a newfound pressure to be like, I'm really representing like the plus size community and just like the, not only that, but again, on top of like being a woman of color. So I feel like I have to appear confident all the time. And that's not always the case Mm -hmm. with me. Sometimes I do feel like, oh my gosh, I don't feel good in my body or grounded in my body. But then I I look at all the people that are sending me messages like, oh my gosh, you're such an inspiration. Like I want to model because of you. And I'm just like, okay, we got to keep going, girl. Yeah, girl, it's intense. And I honestly did it for me. Mm-hmm. I did it for me. I started it out because I'm like, this is how I want to heal because I find it like being in a creative like escape for me, like an art form. And then just seeing the trickle effect of how it's affecting others who are watching me. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't know y'all like liked me like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I can imagine that, you know, even the communication with like photographers and like your journey, because, you know, plus size, like, I don't know, what am I saying? Like just inclusivity in general with bigger bodied women. I don't like to say this, but it does, it's still considered new. Like Mm -hmm. it's been around, but very few and very selected and very, very, very little people of color as well. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you are part of, unfortunately, like the newer group. So with that comes so much like bullshit from people mm-hmm. yeah. who don't know how to, I don't know, accept mm-hmm. beauty. I don't, I don't know. Like hold know space for a plus size person right. almost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I agree. And I think that 
we already have pivotal figures in the plus size industry, right? Like Ashley Graham, Tabria right. mm. Majors. But then from that, there's also the, there's like half of the plus size community being like, okay, we love to see it. But also, <laughs> some people don't have those like curves in the right spaces. Like, you know, I, I know what my body looks like. I'm not like, you know, like, perfect measurements and like you know i have like rolls and like cellulite and stuff so it's very much like how can we expand more on this like body positivity and inclusivity right because within the plus size world now it's like okay you're not a size eight anymore like okay you're size 12 you're considered plus size but still it's like very much like you have it in the right places if that makes any no totally makes sense Yeah. yeah because like i mean on our recent episode with Lucine, she talks about, you know, now body culture is big boobs, big, big butt, but Mm -hmm. small waist. And, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it makes sense in terms of like a curvy body. They're trying to silhouette something that they, like before that it was just like super skinny, like essentially stick figure. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I grew up with. Um, Mm -hmm. It took me six years for me to be okay with Okay, yeah, I'm curvy. And that's also because Julio, he likes curvier women. Mm -hmm. And he thinks, oh my gosh, you know, like when he saw me, he was like, oh my gosh, he's perfect. Like she has, you know, all the right curves, like all the right, like everything in the right places. But for me, coming from like an Asian background where everything you have to be super skinny in order for you to be pretty, I'm like, I don't think curves are beautiful. Mm. until yeah like about two years ago when I'm like I think I like being curvy and like now I'm starting to find out what looks good on me and what won't work with my body type Mm. but like even then like when I started YouTube I I've always wanted to start it and Julio kept on telling me you should you should do YouTube you should start you know making YouTube videos and I'm like I don't know because I don't feel like I'm skinny. I'm skinny enough to be pretty. Like I don't think people will want to watch me because they will think I'm repulsive because I'm not skinny. But like you said, like I would wait. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna lose twenty pounds, you know, fifteen mm-hmm. pounds, and then I'll start YouTube. But I know I will never do it if I wait because every time I try to do that, it just gets me down, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help at all until I finally did YouTube until I finally started streaming. That's when I was like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who cared. Like, it's because of all the, like, my... The expectations of where you're supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, my auntie's voice, my mom's voice, my grandma's voice. And mm-hmm. my head that's telling me, stop eating so much because it's not pretty. So I'm like... Yeah. Oh, what you did mention that I kind of want to pocket in is your certain clothes not fitting your body type. Mm -hmm. Yes. That makes sense because they weren't designed for your body type. No. No. And that is like a huge problem within the fashion industry. It is. So much so. Like my torso is not long. So when I go out clothes shopping, I have to look for that. Like like my torso, the length is not... It's not a it's not a good enough length for clothes to be to look flush on my back. Like I'll oh. always have like that weird oh. lump and hump on my back because it's just not built for my type of body. 
I think I've definitely seen that, like, now just, like, going to these jobs and mm-hmm. getting casted, like, trying on the jacket, it doesn't look the same way on me as, like, another plus-size model because right. literally mm-hmm. it's... Again, like the plus size models that we see and the curvy models you see online when we're clothes shopping, you're like, I know those jeans are not going to look that same way on me because I do not have like her hips or her thighs. And um, I think that's another thing that I've like developed a new passion for too, like within just modeling and body positivity is how mm, there's so much work that needs to be done within fashion too. Mm and just like calling out the fat phobia right Mm -hmm. with designers and even like some photographers on set and being in those spaces where you're supposed to create and build community and partnerships and you're like it's almost like a like a feeling you're like i know you're totally like looking at me maybe judging me um and i kind of want to talk about that too where it's like um what i've noticed is um confidence has Okay, it's easier said than done, right? Yes. (laughs) Like, it's taken me a while to come to this point to build it up. But it's almost as if, like, I feel sometimes that my confidence is offensive to some people. Hmm. Because it's like, oh, you shouldn't be that confident because you're, like, overweight. Yeah, like, people have their own insecurities and they're putting them out on you because they're built that way. And I think that that's been, like, something of a, some sort of a challenge with me along this journey. And I'm still working through it and still making note of it and being like, okay, how can I show up differently? And Mm -hmm. how can I reframe this to not make it about, oh, I hate her because she's judging me or anything. It's more so of, like, how can I reframe this and just say, hey, she's just not at the level of, like, security and confidence as me right now so um and that's something that I've just like I've built it such a a beautiful bond with the plus size community here in Denver and just like you know especially in the modeling and we do have these conversations behind closed doors talking about yeah you know I showed up on set and there was a straight size model and like a plus size model and sometimes you really only end up being like the only plus size model on set and on top of that, being a woman of color on set. Mm. So it's just like posing is differently. And I know you're both are photographers. So it's like very much like figuring out. It's like an entire research thing. And something that I really want to highlight. And again, so happy that I'm having the opportunity to talk about this. <laughs> but it's like um, we all tend to look at like the superficial. Like, wow, the pictures look amazing. Wow, you look so awesome. There's so much work that goes behind that. Mm. And the work that goes behind getting that picture that like inspiring motivating confidence building picture like there's so much behind the scenes work that i have to do i have to do my research on what poses are working for me can i do this pose like and then try them out in the mirror and then be like okay what's the most flattering like Mm -hmm. angle for like my backside or like my my face and i know we're like oh body positivity is about like showing up as you are and stuff but i'm like okay girl i want to look professional still right. well, yeah, also <laughs> in like an editorial standpoint yeah yeah no you're not gonna look normal it's and like, fine That's and i good. think and i think that with um i think that also you know folks ask me like how is it being a model and i think they're expecting like a superficial response like yeah like i figured out one day that i'm so pretty and photogenic and i just decided to do it no (laughs) (laughs) i figured out that there is an art to this like literally being an art form behind a camera and being an art form that you don't typically see in magazines in pictures and portfolios like the fact that like 
I, I like rebellion. <laughs> so the fact that I'm behind the lens and hitting these editorial poses that a thinner body would hit and making it look fire still, I think that's the most liberating, like badass part about modeling. And just the art form. Yeah, it's like two middle <laughs> fingers up. What's up? <laughs> like I'm hitting this pose and um, it's really beyond the superficial. It's like, how can I create art out of my body when it's not necessarily viewed as art by society right now? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> We talked about this, what was it, like two weeks ago? Yeah. About a week ago or two weeks ago. How, for me, when I started doing fashion photography, mm-hmm. um, I don't really look at people as, okay, whether you're pretty or not. Like, I, I do view everyone as beautiful, but when it comes to my job, I do see, okay, I don't care what your face looks like because right now what's important is how you're going to like execute execute these clothings because essentially speaking right now yes you are beautiful but you need to work in order for you to sell these clothing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so essentially speaking like the models became a mannequin yeah for the designers how do you like how do you feel about that Especially being like in the plus size industry and not really saying that your body is an object, but more like. I think that's why I like to call it like an object of right, art. Right. Because I, I agree. Like I definitely sometimes I like disconnect. I just mm-hmm. I try really hard to like pose you in a way that I is I think it's going to be flattering and. But also because it's compositionally right. Yes, something that I'm trying to aim for, and mm-hmm. so I I have to like shut down and disconnect. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I may pop boners, um, pussy boners, you know, outside of the camera. But like in camera, I'm like full on focused. Yeah. I'm like I don't know how to switch it, but or I don't know why I switch it. Yeah. But so like, what is your yeah perception? Yeah. Of, what is your take on that? Of being like, a mannequin. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm all about like empowering. I think it's about time. The plus size became. A yeah, I think so. It's yeah. about fucking time because it's like I grew up seeing you know thin straight size models mm-hmm. and then being like I felt like I had to look like that for the shirt to fit me mm-hmm. or for the clothes to fit mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. so now being behind the camera and modeling the clothes modeling the dress like being that element of art it's very much like even more empowering I'm yeah. like yo this is effing groundbreaking the fact that I now am viewed as the object mm-hmm as the element of art. Like, I think that is the most beautiful thing that I can do and like show up on every single set. And I think I have that, like, I have my routine before I like prepare for set, but even like showing up, I'm like, I'm not being objectified. Mm -hmm. I'm not an object. I'm literally an element of art and it's about fucking time. Because there was a time where before all of this body positivity thing, you look at plus size bodies and it's like disgust. It's automatically like, you're unhealthy. You need to eat a vegetable. You need to exercise. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, damn, you actually look like a real human being. And you're working it and you're creating space for so many more bodies. And I think that 
body positivity with its inclusivity. I personally think there's a lot of inclusivity that needs to happen within body positivity. (laughs) (laughs) But I think showing up as I am, again, it's about time. And I think that should be glorified. And I think that should be celebrated. Yeah. Because there was a moment, again, where we weren't viewed that way. So... Again, I might get in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but I, I just, I want to make it very clear. Like, I'm not there to be, like, objectified. Like, there's a difference between being, like, you know. So, yeah. but I'm more so in the space of, like, if you want to gas me in, if, if you want to hype me, and if you think I'm working it behind in this bigger body, then so be it. I'm working with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you want to put me in your art piece? Like, please. Mm-hmm. I know. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I agree. Like, I think it is time because... This was like last year. Yeah. I was looking for a dress for my cousin's cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. And like he's very specific. He's like, I want everyone to look in black tie outfit. So I was like, shit, I don't have anything black tie looking outfit. So mm-hmm. we had to go out and find dresses. And we we're in Nordstrom and all mm-hmm. these dresses. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is pretty. That is pretty. And Julio was like, nope, 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 nope. And I was like, why? These are beautiful. Like, these are beautiful dresses. And then he was like, yeah, but they won't work on your body. Like, they won't, they won't accentuate, <laughs> they won't accentuate your curves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's, be- I was going to say, come on, Julio. No. Please, no. We're going to have a conversation. <laughs> and then I was I like, like, okay, I yeah. I was like, um, let me prove you wrong. Okay. So I grabbed different dresses that I thought would look good on me. Oh. They look horrible oh. on me. And I was like, I did not prove you wrong. I proved me wrong. <laughs> but like, I ended up getting this dress that looked really bomb on me. And I yeah. was like, Holy shit, like, I look so badass. I look so sexy. And he was like, I told you. <laughs> I, t- I knew this was the dress for you. And I was like... <laughs> So you're like, okay, daddy. Like, no, daddy. You're going to be daddy. Like, and then when my sister heard about it, she was like, is he micromanaging you? I was like, no, he's not. He knows my body. He knows what I look like naked. So it's like disconnecting like social standards to who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, he, like really, he really knows what looks good on me. So that's why whenever we go clothes shopping, I always ask him because for me, I might think it looks nice, but he knew because mm-hmm. he's looking at it from his perspective, from his view. He's like, no, that I, that doesn't accentuate mm-hmm. your curves. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think there, again, like even within clothing and fashion, it's, there's so much more room mm-hmm. that needs to be, like yeah. much more improvements. Um, but going back to the, just the inclusivity within body positivity again there's so much work that needs to be done but i think and it's interesting right because it's like every opportunity that i get to show up as the plus size body in the room i'm taking it Mm -hmm. because i've already like placed that personal responsibility on myself and again selfishly so i do it for myself but knowing that it's going to be a trickle down effect to like community yeah and i've actually had this conversation with um other friends who i you know they they are plus size and they they called me out once they're like we love the work that you're doing and everything but um 
within the body positivity moment, like we have like other pockets, right? Like midsize mm -hmm. and just curvy and mm -hmm. then plus size. Mm -hmm. And then now we're like getting comfortable with using the word fat, which is usually seen as like the worst thing ever. Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like she has a fat ass. It's like beautiful, but you call a person fat and it's like, <laughs> damn, you know? Like we're talking about like fat liberation here yeah. and then like, being comfortable with using the word fat. Like I know what my body looks like and I have these conversations with friends where they're just like, yeah, Stephanie, but like you're, you're plus size, but like you're signed with an agency. So obviously like you're still the good kind of plus size. And I'm like, I don't like that. Oh. I don't like that at all because I still identify as like plus size and I know what my body looks like. And in the industry behind the camera, baby girl. <laughs> Compared to other models that are on set, I am the plus size girl. And but I think what they meant by saying that, too, was we want to see more realistic bodies. We want to see the rolls, right. the stretch marks, the cellulite, because, again, going back to, you know, Ashley Graham, I mean, look at her. She's like sculpted like yeah. beautifully and it works for her. But where are we seeing like the tummy, the little fupa? Like, I don't see that on the runway yet. I don't see that on gracing the covers of Vogue yet. Not mm -hmm. yet, not yet. Not yet. Because we're going to get yet. there. We're going to get there. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that um, a big word for me lately also has just been like liberation. And I know we like use words like fat liberation and body liberation. But I think that the word liberation in itself applies to so many other aspects within yeah. my life beyond my body. I had to liberate my mind from how I viewed myself and my body in order to get here to this body liberations piece. And again, being realistic and very like vulnerable too, it's not like this every day because there are times where photographers send me back pictures and I'm just like, mm, you didn't catch me in my optimal angles. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. We talked mm -hmm. about that, like having someone <laughs> who knows how to take our angle. Yeah. Because I do think that is important. Like, if you're not, if you're usually not a plus size photographer, you need to learn how to how to be a plus size photographer. So I've actually experienced it. Like, if the the photographers who have photographed me who are um, plus size, mm -hmm. I didn't see that allyship in my photos. Interestingly mm -hmm. enough, and I think that's like another right. Like for piece. me, like when yeah, like when I see editorial photos mm. a lot of them are shot from a lower angle up yeah girls or men with double chin that that just i doubt it doesn't work okay <laughs> like honey yeah. that just doesn't like it, it won't work like you can't shoot someone who's already a bigger body from angle down like it that's something that i do think that as a photographer you need to learn your angles. Yeah. You can't just think, oh, no, that worked before from the, the other models. It has to work with this model. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, you, do you want to talk about your experience or not really? Do you want to, like... Yeah, we can okay. do it. Yeah. Okay. So what was your experience, like, on set? Or mm. what did they communicate with you? Yeah. So it was more so of, like, a, here's this inspo board. I want you to hit these poses and because I need to build my plus size portfolio. And I'm like... Perfect. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, good. 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 Like, I appreciate you reaching out to me. And they um they found me through Wilhelmina. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, whatever. It's yeah. cool. Um, I show up and it was literally hit this post. Boom. Click. Cool. Next pose. 
I'm like, oh, you don't, are you sure you don't want to get a couple of more angles? Cause right. I'm like, honestly, I think I was just setting myself up. Mm-hmm. I can get something better for you. No, we got it. Moving on. Oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> hit the next post, click, hit the next books, maybe like three clicks. Mm. And then, yeah. And like the matter of like maybe 15, 20 minutes, we were done. I, I know when I produce great work. Yeah. You just feel it. Yeah. I did not feel like I produced great work because I felt like I wasn't given the opportunity to really show mm-hmm. the person behind the lens what I can do with my body and how I can like distort it in a way to make it look cool and like editorial because their whole entire concept was like, I just want to like, you know, shoot um, plus size models and like make it look like very high fashion. I'm like, awesome. Thank you for booking me. Like, thank you for seeing that in me. I can definitely do that for you. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I wasn't really given the opportunity. Right. And I'm just like, it could be many things. Maybe one of them was they just felt like they genuinely felt like they got the shot to their standards. Mm-hmm. That could totally be it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, oh, I'm not even going to try with, I get in my own head about it. Like, I'm not even going to try with this girl because like, uh, you know, Yeah. and then, or it could just be like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just here to like build up the portfolio and like invite more like plus size folks to like book with me. Yeah. So that was, that was a journey. I know you and I talked about that and that's when I learned like the element of art piece right yeah and i'm like i totally understand that and honestly flattering (laughs) so cute (laughs) but also like i i need a challenge i need a push like i need i need um like i've always been like open to working with like photographers in the area but those who like want to hit the poses that they usually would shoot with straight models. Like yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. conversation to have. I'm like, I can do that for you. Let's do it. Let's see what it looks. It, okay, let's modify this a little bit because my body, you know, I got a little raw. You know, I got a little, I got a little booty. I got, I got titties. You know. Yeah. So I think um that's um yeah that's definitely been a learning part of the process. Just like the technical, like more like professional side of things. Um, and I actually. <laughs> This kind of hurt my feelings. Um, I was told that I'm not uh, seen as a commercial model. And You're I was, not seen as a commercial. Like it was, I don't get booked for a lot of commercial because I don't have what commercial clients are looking for. But good. Right. But in the but in the same boat, it was weird. Right in the same boat, they're like, but you have such unique features. That's why you get booked for like high fashion and like creative concepts. And I'm like. Why is that a bad thing? I don't necessarily think that's true. Really? I think it's your posing. Because, like, commercial shoots are, sh- are strictly posing. Yeah. Like, you have you have to pose a certain way. Like, your portfolio is growing to an, a very much an editorial style, right. which I'm very proud that's of. Like, that's good. Yeah. I also want that for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, I think yes. when they look at your body of work... Yeah. I don't, I don't see how they're saying, like, you have unique features. Mm-hmm. It's because you're posing in an editorial way. Yeah, well, interesting. Like, what does that mean, though? Because, like, if you look Thank at you. Nova... Uh, yep. I actually... Wait. I do think that the plus-size models are so fucking beautiful. Absolutely. I seriously think that they can push it to the next level, that they can do some super cool, cool editorial shit. Do you consider Fashion Nova commercial or editorial? Commercial. I view it as commercial. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why I think we're because their posing is very like straight on, like everything looked the same, like yeah, posing. like it's very rep like repetitive. Okay, yeah. So I think that within that same boat, there's like that inclusivity within body positivity mm-hmm. conversation, right? Because yeah. it's like 
we need to find more ways on how to be even more inclusive with this body positivity. Right. right. I also, I really want to touch base a little bit on, because you said a comment to me a couple of days ago, and you said that somebody yeah. told you that skinnier people are just easier to post. Oh, yeah. That one hurt my feelings, but not really, because I was like, watch me. I, <laughs> when you said that, like, yeah. I, I genuinely, I still anytime I think yeah. of that I get angry mm-hmm. because that that makes no sense to me mm-hmm. it, because like, every uh, every human about. being mm-hmm. is different right, everyone is. is different mm-hmm. you're gonna have different posing for any person they're not gonna be the same yeah it's well, not easier yeah. it's just a different person right. mm-hmm. but that's like what we talked about in uh confidence of the less part one yeah is this photo beautiful or because the model's just skinny. Right. Is, I remember that part, yeah. look actually beautiful or you're just skinny? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it goes back to that, too, you know? Like... But then associating being thin with beautiful, and that's exactly, exactly. That's when what, I was... Yeah. Perpetuating you have, fat phobia. Yeah, thank you. You have to break it down. Like, you can't... You can't correlate the two as the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it even ties down to, like, it trickles that in the media, right? Like, okay, I'm obsessed with Bridgerton. I love Me it. Me too! But then you think about it, and you're like, okay, in the, what what is that um, time period called? I don't know. Renaissance. I don't renaissance. know if it's renaissance. Who knows? Renaissance. But back then, like, Daphne and those main characters, they actually would have been curvier and plus size. Yeah. Because I, that meant wealth. That meant yeah. you have money to eat. Yeah. So, like it, would, it would have been um, Pen? Mm-hmm. And Penelope, yeah. Penelope, that would have been, I think, the... Like, high status, you're rich. Yes, that was beauty. But all the guys were like, are you really talking to her? I saw that in that, and I'm just like, like, We can't leak too much information. Okay, okay, you're right. right. But it's like, um... (laughs) (laughs) But... Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Spoiler alert. So, but with that, I had a thought, and I kind of reflected. I'm like, that is so interesting how... They take something that would have been historically accurate for these folks to exist in bigger bodies, mm-hmm. but because of Eurocentric beauty standards in the way that, like, we are today, they made Daphne super thin. I mean, beautiful, right? right? Mm-hmm. But still associating like thinness with beauty. And I have to catch myself in it too, like, existing as a plus size person. I have to catch myself all the time where I'm just like, my challenge for me this year was just like to see beyond like physical beauty be like okay what are some internal things about this person that makes them beautiful mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on the exterior but um i think that's really challenging within like the modeling industry too because again it's one thing being like photogenic and mm-hmm. you have a good smile and you have good teeth but i'm just like thank you <laughs> but all- <laughs> Okay, but they okay. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Also, your mouth, but maybe. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I accept the compliment. (laughs) I'm not trying to sound like a brat. Like, stop saying I'm pretty. (laughs) No, but it's like, like, what else? Like, can we? um, Because I'm really just trying to accomplish, like. Can I view, can you view my modeling as something like groundbreaking mm-hmm. and liberating? And can we view it as something Okay, like, but why does it have to be liberating? 
because why beauty standards why can't you just be an element of art and you just look really good in the outfit and people want to buy it i love that that is considered shit body um neutrality yeah I don't think I'm there yet, to be completely honest with you, because I'm still on this high of like I'm breaking barriers. I'm breaking through these walls because this is me and my body mm -hmm. and when, I know what when, it looks when like. When so this started happening, like all these body positivity, like baby. Really? Right. Yeah, right. that's where it was like where they we, we started to like notice there was a lot of. Um, Right, but like if you but, if you look at timeline or if you look at social right. media, it really just started coming to terms with everyone. Like what in the past five years? About well, so we started like a more heavy social media movement in mm -hmm. about like about ten years ago. Right, but now is the time. And now is really, really where is the time where we're seeing you know Lizzo create her yeah, TV show, yeah. and. So beautiful. I'm just still like. I'm so excited to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I was super excited for the recommendation. I was like, sick. I'm gonna watch. Um, if you don't know, watch. Lizzo made a, a show. A show. What is it called? Um, um, watch out for the big girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Girls. Because like I remember like when I was in high school, like that the word "big" is beautiful was thrown around so much, but because again, Asian. Mm -hmm. It felt like, no, I might not be that. Like, my mindset was always like, no, I do have to be skinny to be beautiful. Like, I need mm -hmm. to have that, like, profound thigh gap for me yeah. to be seen as beautiful. I, okay, I know this is just, like, a privileged thing to say, but I, I did have, like, a thigh gap. Mm -hmm. And a lot of friends that I grew up with dealt with a lot of, like, disorders because of me and I was brutally traumatized mm, wow yeah like I remember a really close friend of mine gave me a letter and it was just part of the healing process there was no offense to it mm -hmm. but basically it was like you know I, I can't stand next to my best friend without thinking these thoughts and I was like fuck mm. and yeah yeah so then I just always kind of felt shame for my body no matter what it was. I think it will be like that. Like whether mm -hmm. you're skinny, mm -hmm. whether yeah. you're overweight, whether you're plus size, whether you're straight model, like you will always have that insecurities about your bodies. I think that's like another yes. <laughs> I that's in that's that's intense because I always think about like within this body positivity movement, we have to recognize that it is all about you have every right every choice to decide what you want to do with your body, yeah. what you want yeah. your body to look like. So if it's someone whose goal is to become thin, let them. Right. If it's someone's goal to just exist in a bigger body and not want to lose weight, let them. Mm -hmm. It's like a two and two thing, right? It's like, that's what body positivity is all about. It is creating space and cultivating these spaces where everybody is safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I do have to say though, like I yeah. love my curves. But I do want to be, I do want to be a hundred pounds, just so Julio can fucking stand up. Damn. <laughs> I fucking love that for you. Because <laughs> you know he ain't a bodybuilder. Nothing you know? wrong with that. No. 
let me help you. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Girl. I'm over here like, I gotta keep eating bread because I'm a plus size model. <laughs> I gotta stay thick. Um, actually, there's something that I always, like, I also, like, learned newly in the modeling industry was that straight-sized models, there's actually more pressure for them to mm-hmm. lose weight and yeah. maintain that weight versus yeah. plus-sized models. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, with plus-sized models, they sign you on knowing what you look like. I mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. But with straight-sized models, like, I speak, you know, cultivating relationships yeah. with other folks yeah. at the agency. I'm, like, they said what to you? I'm like, see, they can't say that shit to me because it's a lawsuit. Because, like, you know what you signed me on as? (laughs) But, again, like, going back to the cultivating and creating spaces for everyone. And, yeah, there's so many things that, I mean, not not so many things. I mean, there's a couple of things where I'm like, yeah, I'd love to, like, maybe, um, I think my relationship, like, going back to, like, my relationship, which is food and my body. I mean, I, (laughs) five years ago, I was in a really bad space where, you know, I was, like, damaging my body by, like, working out two, three times a day, eating under, like, 1,500 yeah. calories. It, it was horrible. Mm. And I have, like, a like an autoimmune condition because of that, like, the repercussions oh, of true. that. And that's exactly why I told myself I'm not even going to do this even if I was 20 pounds, like, lighter. It, it's a mindset thing for me. Yeah. And, again, I think speaking in spaces of privilege, like um, – I've always just existed in a bigger body, but there's always been something where people don't make that my entire identity, if that makes any sense. Like, I remember, like, just friends. Yeah, and that's, like, a space of privilege, like, being, like... You're not getting bullied for it. You're not... I mean, I was bullied in it, for sure, and, like elementary and middle school but i think in high school when i started showcasing my talents i don't think people oh, okay. really saw me yeah as like i mean they obviously we all know we know what we look like when we take when we're in spaces but it's not like oh stephanie's fat it was more so like stephanie's really talented mm-hmm. so again going from that space but i know that's not everyone's experience mm-hmm. i think i was creating my own insecurities in my own head and mm-hmm. that's why like that the biggest part for me was like freeing myself from my own thoughts in that process too and like encouraging myself to become a model mm. yeah yeah i mean i i, I sort of get that yeah, yeah and then it's that. it's almost like a i mean there was other spaces where i'm just like yeah no this is <laughs> like on top of that being a woman of color mm-hmm. it was like a whole other thing because like much like you said with asian culture and latinx culture mm-hmm. i mean what are latinas viewed as in the media like yeah. va va and it's like Mm-hmm. I'm not va va boom like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we gonna do about that? And I think that that's always um, <laughs> again sounds horrible, but I think that I can feel when folks are uncomfortable with my confidence. Yeah. And all I can do is just hope and wish for them. Like I really hope that one day you come to to love yourself and have yeah. the same amount of confidence mm-hmm. as I am. Because I'm here to hype you. I'm here to gas you up. Like because let's get you there, baby. Like mm-hmm. let's let's do what we have to do to get you there. Yeah. Because you can't sit here and waste time on being like, well, this person's like so confident, and I'm like a hundred pounds thinner than them. And that's several conversations that happen with like within me and like the plus size community too, where. Um, how do you show up in spaces like when there's like thin models around you and you're the only plus size one? I'm like, girl, <laughs> it is a 
pep talk and internal pep talk because it do, it is hurtful sometimes to show up in a space and the photographer is like hyping up the thinner models more yeah. oh. and like you show up and it's just kind of like hi nice to meet you cool but again, because I'm like a Scorpio and I love like demolishing shit, I'm like, I'm gonna impress the on you right now. <laughs> you're like you're gonna see what I can do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, sometimes there could be like that can be read into two two things. One is that you show up and they have no idea because they were not prepared yeah. mm-hmm. to go out of their comfort zone and try mm-hmm. to figure out how you should pose. Mm-hmm. And the second one is Maybe because you are actually just doing, you exude the confidence you don't need anymore. Because there, like a lot of models, mm-hmm. typically do need more pep talk than mm-hmm. other models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can just you can feel the energy. You can see the creative just drop between mm-hmm. models, and sometimes it it just depends how you show up on set. But mm-hmm. what would you what would you think about that? Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? What would I think about showing up with? Yeah, like, do you think that you just exuded confidence and they were just blown away? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think so. And then um, there there are moments where I sometimes I don't show up as confident. Mm. But uh, it's such an interesting, and again, like, I, I hope we can talk about this within a year from now to see how much, like, my mindset has changed because mm. it's an evolving journey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there are times where I just don't show up as confident, and I think it's just the way that... That the photographer and I are interacting. Yeah. That is a bond right there. I'm sure y'all know this with like photography. Yeah. Like the way that a model and a photographer have to bond in like maybe two minutes to establish that trust and mutual connection yeah. and relationship oh, yeah. is insane to me. And that in itself is very overstimulating. <laughs> and like following their lead and following their cues and be like, okay, this person's not really a talker. Like they're just like a, mm-hmm. we're just gonna shoot. Or this person's like a, oh yes, queen, work it, work it. Mm-hmm. Great. This person is like a when okay we got the shot moving on like it's it is a task like for people who are like oh modeling because again i've had this conversation with folks too modeling's not necessarily a talent i'm like excuse me excuse me hello it is (laughs) i'm like hello ring ring (laughs) i'm like it is such a talent and it is such a profession that you really have to be a a certain maybe I don't know maybe be a certain or have certain types of mindsets not necessarily be a certain type of person but have a specific mindset like you're showing up to do a job you're showing up to create and sometimes these creative spaces are incredibly vulnerable Mm -hmm. sometimes you're showing more skin sometimes you're not showing any skin Mm -hmm. sometimes it's all face and sometimes it's expression and I'm telling you like there there have been shoots where I like reflect back on them and I'm like yeah I was pretty pissed that morning you can see that in pictures Mm -hmm. like I still worked with it but you can see it and it's just a matter of like really carving out time for myself before for a shoot if I can like even if it's just 30 minutes like ground myself remind myself who I am like reflect back on like why I'm doing this first mm. and foremost it's for me but also that trickle down effect to my community yeah. and then showing up in that space and taking up that space and sharing it with others of course yeah. but um, I feel like that yeah. is really important mm-hmm. yeah. like before you do anything I, I think you need to ground yourself in yeah. especially if you're learning about confidence yeah you you take time to ground yourself and yeah remind yourself that i'm doing this for me Mm -hmm. like i'm showing up because i want to show up not because anyone expects me to show Mm -hmm. up and i think that's really beautiful yeah 
Yeah. Look at us. I'm going to write that down in my journal. imposter syndrome mm-hmm. like with me I have multiple imposter syndrome because I'm, I'm putting on a lot of hats mm-hmm. that grounding part I think is what can help with imposter syndrome like do you have like I don't know like what is your experience with that especially being like yeah in this industry oh my gosh it has been <laughs> Yeah, no, I love this question because, yeah, they're also wearing several hats Mm -hmm. and then having to the imposter syndrome of being like, I'm showing up as a woman of color, a first generation daughter of immigrants, a Latina, a multi-ethnic Latina and plus size. Oh, my gosh. It's like, how in the world am I going to cultivate and create spaces for all of these folks who identify in these little pockets and but still keep the identity for me mm-hmm. and that has been like so much imposter syndrome but I think um part of that imposter syndrome I had to work through and finally again going back to my little phrase of never working against myself only working with myself mm-hmm. um and it, it still comes up um but again having to I think um a little little cute moment here I selfishly so i was starting the modeling for me because i'm like i want this is part of my healing journey this is for me to build up confidence and again i didn't really know that others were looking at me in that way and then it was my niece Hmm. so it's so personal yeah it was my niece and she like she i see so much of myself in her Mm -hmm. like when i was little she's like vivacious and likes to like make people laugh and she's just amazing and she's just like yeah, I really like your modeling. I want to be a model one day like you. And I don't know what it was, but I'm like, oh my God, I just pull on my heartstrings. That is the most simplest thing that you can tell me. But I'm just like, I didn't realize people were watching me, let alone my family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my family would be like, oh, you're so pretty, little, you know. Yeah. Um, but, and then even just like, having women who aren't even plus size Mm -hmm. say wow that's an inspiration like you inspired me to do like a boudoir photo shoot like to love myself more and just and i'm just like i think that's so beautiful and i (laughs) stepping into like if we're talking about like stepping into our purposes i think that the imposter syndrome kind of diminishes for a little bit when i hear Mm -hmm. things like that and yeah it's um it's a beautiful experience and a beautiful journey because modeling is incredibly vulnerable it is it's very vulnerable and um especially just um i mean if y'all if y'all look at my pictures i mean they're pretty <laughs> snatched they're pretty snatched it's so, <laughs> so it's um yeah you know that um, Meryl Streep in Devil Wars Pot of Crown Breaking? Crown Breaking. But yeah, I think um, being all cutesy with it, it's, uh, it's a realization that people are watching. Yeah. And they're learning how to love themselves with every picture that I post. And even if it's like a, a muse, like an entertain- interchangeable like muse thing that's going on, I'm, I'm here for it. But imposter syndrome definitely exists, but... 
it's a little less chaotic <laughs> when I experience those things yeah. as well. Yeah. I know it's like, I, I wish you could go deeper into that, but that is like the most simplest answer that I can give you because that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy crap, dang. Yeah. I didn't know that y'all was like looking at me like that. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So inspiring. It is. It's Thanks. Inspiring. You inspire me. Both of you. You took those first pictures of me. I, know. I often reflect on that. Yeah, and just the growth from yeah. there. Well, I I know that communication is so big, and mm-hmm. so when you're talking about like other photographers saying like you know I need to build my plus size right. um, portfolio, I know that when I was first working with you. I think I was also, like, I don't remember how I said it, but I was also, like, very, I don't know how to, like, model or pose mm-hmm. a bigger-bodied woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want you to know that this is also very much new to me. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but, so easy, first off. <laughs> it was so easy. And we just, we just slayed that whole thing, mm-hmm. like still really cool photos but yeah I often just reflect about how important it is just to communicate with your models about like Mm -hmm. comfortability you know posing like your level of where you're at because if you're going to go into a shoot like yeah you might be very much hot shit but if you're going to go into a shoot not knowing anything Mm -hmm. you should probably communicate Mm -hmm. that so Mm -hmm. then it's not like super awkward or you're just important right right I'm going to pause for a second, mainly because I think I might be wanting cheese and wine. Pause. Uh, Break. Now interrupting your weekly podcast for some unsolicited humor. You're welcome. I think I have to like, I instantly like, oh, that's, that's a human being. I only get nervous truly about me and what I say in front of that said person. You see? Yeah. And then that's where I trip up. But otherwise I think I'm, I do a good job of just being like. Neutral. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I mean. What if it's like Rihanna? We're not all that special. What if it's Rihanna? Deep down. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What if it's Rihanna? I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I'd even have a conversation with. You know, Ooh. I know that's you a good lose one. your shit over Zendaya. Well, not maybe lose I your shit. I'd probably be like, damn. Ah, I know. Yeah, I'd like, probably be like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. You got me there. I'll probably be like, hi, my name is Well Baby. Welcome to Maddie Wong. Maddie Wong. <laughs> Embrace that one, baby. I would not know what to say. I would be like, please. I worship the ground you walk on. Seriously, freaking goddess. Oh my god. I think the reason I will why. Kiss her feet. <laughs> For real. Literally. Yeah. I will suck her left toe. <laughs> the big toe. The big toe. Yeah, not that. Yeah. That's not that small pinky. The pinky toe. The big toe. Big, big toe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't yeah. get that. <laughs> yeah. I will sell my left. For what? I want to <laughs> She's like, I want your like, Yes, take it. <laughs> Can I have yours too? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. If she ever wants to explore with what, I'll be like, yes. Pick me, pick me. No, her and Tom. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I'm not, I'm, okay. I had a sex to you about Tom Holland like literally three nights ago. Not even going to lie. And it was freaking hot. Like, like Spider-Man shit or like no, what like kind? No, like him, Tom Holland. 
but I felt very guilty in the dream. Was it like soft? Like, no, what it was, was like it? Kinky shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, I had like a sex dream. And I like, um, I remember in the dream, I felt very guilty because I felt like he was a lot younger than me. But no, super hot. I'm like, does that connect to things? I don't know. Hmm. I looked it up and I guess it's just not. Silver on TikTok about the no, no. It is yes, so funny. Like, yeah. there's like a video of like cheese bread, and she's like, I will sell my for this cheese bread. No, yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. where I got it from. I'm not funny. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not funny. I just got it from TikTok. <laughs> that's why SNL skit. <laughs> that's a whole culture. That's a whole funny thing in itself. I thought that clip was way too good to just leave out. But now we're back to your regular programmed podcast. So as photographers, how should we communicate to our models, mm-hmm. especially plus size models who happens to guess to who happens to get gaslight on? Yeah. That's a great question. I think um, going back to the previous, like the little moment we had where we were talking about, there needs to be like a cultivation of trust made in a matter of like two minutes before you even start shooting. Mm. I think it's um, really important for a photographer and model to communicate what exactly they want to achieve. Right. Because I think that like already like emphasizing and removes any like ex like unspoken expectations between like model what am I trying to like create for you and photographer what are you wanting to see behind your lens. So I think it's like having a clear standpoint and I think style shoots are perfect for that because mm. they send you a vision board and they're like, this is what I want to achieve. Like these are the colors I'm looking for. Here are the vibes. Mm. Um, also basic answer, but a great playlist is also amazing <laughs> to like, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I can help you cultivate what you um, or create what you really want out of me and my body and my persona behind the lens. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. I never thought of it in terms of like music being a energy thing of like what absolutely i i typically only use music in order to feel my like separate me from thinking overly in my or thinking too much in my head versus yeah so i use that as just like a distraction tactic not necessarily always for like a mood setting Mm -hmm. but in boudoir Mm -hmm. i do got my feeling myself playlist Mm -hmm. that's like very snatchable i love that so yes i guess i can that can make sense in terms of that that's interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think it's like just that communication even if it is two minutes and you just met the photographer like i had that experience literally yesterday first time ever meeting this photographer right we exchanged messages back and forth i'm like yeah i'm thinking about this concept and here at this location and maybe wear this and you know here's like a couple of like posing and then just being like okay this is what you want like do you want kind of like this thing and then like doing the movements and they're just like yes that is exactly what i want even like within that minute right never met this person before literally only exchanged messages with them over instagram Mm -hmm. and then i'm so excited to see this shoot because i'm sure it's bomb but even in that moment like cultivating and building that trust yeah and I think that there's a lot of unspoken trust that goes into play, too. From my perspective as a model, it's like, well, they booked me for a reason. They want to work with me for a reason because they feel 
and they think and they know visually that I can um, achieve what they want to, like, achieve behind their lens, if that makes sense. No, it does. I think there's that unspoken, like, reassurance, like, yeah, I reached out to you for a reason Mm -hmm. because I love your look and I know you can achieve what I want, but also cultivating and creating that um, two-minute conversation on how do you want me to achieve this, so... I want to touch base on gaslighting, kind of what we're kind of talking about, just so everybody else knows, like, where that shows up. Um, So, in terms of, like, what we're talking about with gaslighting, we're thinking, you know, you're on shoot and a photographer has a clear vision of what we want that happens very often, but how do we communicate with the models so they also feel like they're getting something out of this? Like, they also are uplifting their potential. I think it's very healthy and very good to have such a open and creative experience with your models. And so when you're being gaslit during shoot, it's basically the photographer not allowing you to pose in ways that you <clears throat> feel would optimize, you know, your... Yeah. Sh- like body figure your growth like that challenges you your experience it's it's kind of it feels like it's like like they they're basically saying stephanie sure you probably studied a lot on what might look good for you but you're wrong Mm -hmm. i know what's right Mm -hmm. because i know what i'm seeking Mm -hmm. and so it's like how do you how do you stop that from happening because that's not in that's not an open safe environment to grow and to be creatively expressive so i'm also curious do you have any ideas of like how can we balance that we call them tear sheets which is like the inspiration mm-hmm. um from like pinterest or whatever and mood boards yeah mood boards um is it just that or like, what do you think? It's that, but it's also a lot more than that. It's like pulling in the mood boards, pulling in the communication, but also, I don't know, and maybe this is like a like a question for y'all too, because again, I'm still, I've only had an experience like that maybe once or twice, and it, it I wouldn't say it shook me to my core, but it definitely ungrounded me, mm-hmm. where I'm like, am I not doing a good job? Like, it, it, is this something that you're not feeling right now? Because I feel like I'm like, you know doing what I can for you and you're stopping me in my tracks. I think it can be very thrown, like anybody can get thrown off when they're in the flow of their work and it's just like, boom, an abrupt stop. And it's really hard to come back from that Mm -hmm. because it's almost like, (laughs) it's almost like a little tear, like a little pull at like imposter syndrome creeps in for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And it's like a, oh, I guess you're not like, posing well enough or you're not modeling well enough for this specific shoot mm-hmm. um i think that i don't even know if it's appropriate because again i've never done this but it makes me think is it even appropriate to kind of just stop and just casually ask like hey what exactly are you trying to create here mm-hmm. or what exactly is your goal with this mm-hmm. like you just you can just let me know what you're looking for show me a visual something and i can definitely create right. that for you so I think that might be a good solution. But even then, like, I'm all about, like, vibes and energy. And sometimes you just feel those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, so, and again, I think every every photographer that I've worked with where I'm just, like, we created something bomb. 
is because there was a mutual interest in the creative concept. Yeah. There was communication beforehand on this is what I want you to achieve. This is what I want makeup. This is what I want hair. This is what I want clothes to look like. Mm -hmm. This is the vibe. This is the location. Like there was like every time that I've created like something bomb with a photographer, there was that communication beforehand. And when we got there, it was like, cool, let's get to work. You know what we're doing? And then boom, we knock it out. But when I show up and I'm meeting a brand, like at those like meetups, right? <laughs> those, um, I love going to those because they challenge me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, every photographer is different. So they're going to get the shots of me that they want. And then mm-hmm. basically, it sounds really crappy, but like be done with me. But that's how it is. Like, that's like a <laughs> it's like, hey, thank you. Nice to meet you. Bye. Mm-hmm. What's your email? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think that it has to do with a lot of that too. Both. What do y'all think as photographers? I love the idea of, like, if you feel like the photographer may be distracted or not feeling something of you coming up and saying, hey, do you have an idea of, like, how I can pose better or um, what are you trying to communicate here? Um, I think that that actually should definitely be something that you could even do Mm. right before you start shooting Mm -hmm. is talk about that because sometimes photographers are probably going to be too busy Mm -hmm. uh, to (laughs) want to discuss that beforehand especially if they're going through like an art director and whatnot and yeah so I like that idea a lot to me because then we can have that conversation yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I agree like towards the beginning of like me shooting models there were times where I was not super vocal because I was just so in my head yeah. that I kind of tune out everything else. And then I got models that came up to me and were like, hey, can I see those photos? Like, I just want to see like if it looks good or not on camera. <laughs> and that for me, that, That's an insult. What do you like, mean? for me, but for me, that kind of, that gives me like a reminder of, oh, right. I need to tell them, no, you're oh. doing great. Honey, like you look beautiful. Reassurance, yeah. Yeah, because I was not as vocal. So I don't mind. As a photographer, I personally don't mind if models come up to me and be like, what are you looking for? Like, what's the vibe you're looking for? Okay, that's good to know. I do that. I'm like, can I look at those pictures? Because it's more like, I want to make sure that I'm achieving what it is that you're Mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, hey, can I just look at those? I want to make sure that I'm like getting my angles right and like my my lines and everything. I'll see. I'm a cool girl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You are a good girl. I'm a good girl. hype moment yeah, yeah. even if it's a simple like looking at the camera and be like oh yeah i know like, i was yeah. not good at that i wish i was more good about like amping people up mm-hmm. i feel like it takes like i have to get into it and mm-hmm. then it's like um it's like opening a conversation i mm-hmm. have to get warmed up a little bit and then i'm in free flowing yeah and when i get there then i'll be like oh shit Mm -hmm. and like that's my comment Mm -hmm. and I don't know I have to like throw in filler words and my filler words in between are so repetitive that it annoys me I'm like oh that's amazing you get hyper fixated on what you say yeah yeah 
And so I, I end up, sometimes I just end up not saying anything at all or just, I don't know. So I'll do better. But to see it. No, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love a good, like, even if I'm on set and watching other models get mm. photographed, I'm like, yeah, girl, you can't get it. Yeah. Let me say girl, because I haven't had the experience of working with men yet, which is interesting. Mm. I, I would love that experience. I haven't um, photographed with men yet. Like, right? Men as a male model? A male or? model, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. A male model. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like like them and I. Just like a male yeah. presenting model, um, mm-hmm. like a masculine person. Yeah. I, I haven't had an experience yet. But we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Only in group shots. But, um, yeah, I, um, I think... Again, it's just like again like this is a creative space and it can be very vulnerable so I think definitely vocalizing that and I think I encourage models like to say like stop them a little bit and just be like hey what are you trying to like create here what what can I do to like and it's interesting because I feel like sometimes when I'm too in my head about like I hope I'm achieving what they need and they're silent and I'm like is everything good? Like, am I doing... And they're like, oh my gosh, you're killing it. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty silent over there. So It's, it's yeah. a lot of mental yeah. energy. Yeah. It is. It's an exhausting experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a... I'm always often super embarrassed about saying this, <laughs> but like, I sweat. I full on sweat mm-hmm. because I'm so mental. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's on constant wire. Like, I don't... why the hell am I sweating I'm not even doing that much Mm -hmm. like I'm just like squatting and just I get so excited Mm -hmm. and so in my head Mm -hmm. you just you completely forget yeah you're just in it I experience that as a model too because it's like sometimes you're just like pose flow pose face fears I just get like and whenever I get interrupted and I think that maybe photographers like see that too like if they stop me I'd be like oh yeah start over again (laughs) So maybe that. that's yeah, why that some aren't as vocal. So right. I can see that yeah, too. Yeah. It's like, wow, she's killing it. She's yeah, flowing she with it. it. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't need it. And I think that's like a confidence booster for me because I take usually their silence as in like, that you got it. Right. Yeah. That you don't have yeah. their don't direction. direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. There are some models that I do, like, like I know they they got it. Yeah. Like yeah. like Dossie. Mm-hmm. Whenever I've never worked with Dossie. Whenever I work with her. I think you would love it. But whenever I work with Dossie, I love you, girl. <laughs> I know my day will be great. Oh, I know yeah. my photos will turn out good mm-hmm. because she knows how to direct herself so well. Good, good. But I still tell her, yeah, these looks amazing. Or like, I, I, I would still show her. But whenever I shoot with her, like, I know I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there are that. some models that I would be like, <sighs> God bless this day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Tori was like that a lot for me, too. Like, I, she was, like, the first model that, like, just we kind of vibed with. Right. And she just like, you guys put are, them like, out. The same frequency. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I barely ever talked during that. And she knew. She was like, yeah, I know. It's fine. Like, yeah. and then yeah. afterwards, she's like, can I see the photos? <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. She's like, are you into this too much? Like. <laughs> yeah. So I will say that, um, Jay, I... 
genuinely love working with you because I know you always push me Mm, and whenever I'm like hitting a pose you're just kind of like yeah can we try like this little bit but when it comes from you I never take it as like you're redirecting me if anything you're empowering me to do a little bit more yeah and you're like I know you can hit this pose so let's let's go for it let's try it out Mm -hmm. and the way that you just um facilitate like a like a set and just like a shoot in general the way that you show up and again create space is is beautiful and remarkable oh, and that yes. white sands photo shoot was like incredible I, I know we made some magic it was crazy so. oh shit I made a reel today of that that same shoot of you actually and oh. I didn't even post it <gasps> I'm 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 mad at myself <laughs> that's like a perfect opportunity everyone did Dang. no biggie I'll post it tomorrow okay <laughs> I'll repost it it's good <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to actually work with you again because I feel like you have changed so much as a mm-hmm. model and you've learned so many different things. And so, like, seeing you in the past with our photos, because we worked together for a minute. Yeah. And then you spread your wings to other photographers and I had FOMO. <laughs> and so I'm excited. And I'm excited to do another shoot because I'm like, okay, what has she learned? Like, yeah. how will I communicate with you? Like, yeah. feel like it might be different. I think so too. Yeah, yeah especially because we have like a, a friendship established too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just like a relationships person. Like, I love creating like partnerships and relationships and collaborations. So it's really hard for me to not befriend people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. but, so I try and keep it as professional as possible. But I want to say like nine times out of ten, I really vibe with a photographer, and we're like, oh, we definitely have to work together again. So. I think I've been very lucky and like abundant in that factor Mm, just mm -hmm. meeting some really dope creators and we're on the same page about creating and yeah and um I think again like within like just the Denver modeling industry in general I think it's really cool like I'm very impressed with how creative people are here yeah like some of these like style shoots and concepts that photographers come up with and stylists and like art directors I'm like oh my gosh and once you mentioned our director, I made a note in my head. I think it's important for models to also communicate with the art directors yeah, and creative for sure. directors. Mm-hmm. Because I think that they take a lot of part in casting the models, right? right? Like, okay, this is the type of model that I'm envisioning for this set. So let's communicate on what you want to cultivate. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with um, Valen from Blumenhaus. Oh, like her and I we have like always been like we want to work together we want to work together and then boom we have literally worked together I think three times almost going to be four now so it's been incredible and just like vibing like I bring up a concept to her and she's like let's do it and we're all about the plus size you know like inclusivity and like body positivity so I mean she's been a joy to work with too and like her creative mind is insane but um, yeah, it's been really, really nice to be able to grow more mm-hmm. and just even learn from other models. Mm-hmm. Like the things that I've learned from like straight size thinner models has been crazy too. Oh, and, sure. Like, <laughs> and especially those with like more experience than meeting other plus size models, like specifically, like we meet them all through like Wilhelmina. And what's your experience been? And just like connecting with each other and like animating each other and um, supporting each other throughout the way too. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. modeling journey has been fun. That's and good. I think um, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I think that really when something's meant for you, it will be yeah. for you, and it's for you, and it happens so like effortlessly. Yeah, and I think that's what modeling has been for me. It's just happened incredibly like 
effortlessly it hasn't been easy never easy mm. yeah but the the creativity that I can step into and just like the confidence I can step into and just how I can show up as a model and continue to grow has been effortless of course with a lot of effort but it feels very natural very organic like yes I am meant to do this so good I'm really happy for you yeah thanks are we gonna get on Vogue (laughs) Italian Vogue we're Italian Vogue (laughs) yes yeah, that's a definitely a goal of mine. Thank yeah. You. This is great. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. My goodness. Okay, last era of topic. I'm going to pull up my notes because yeah. I want to be specific. Let's talk about body positivity. Mm-hmm. Body positivity refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image, regardless of how society and popular culture view sorry, popular culture view ideal shapes, sizes, and appearances. Some of the goals of body positivity movement include challenging how society views the body, promoting and accepting of all bodies. So what I think is really great about body positivity is, you know, we've been, it's like any movement we've been striving for so long to create something to provide equality or love for thyself or others and we're finally in an era where Mm -hmm. we have these like active conversations and now we're seeing these new bodies new faces again um as in a beautiful light and i'm really excited about that and i'm really i think it's important to also talk about a little bit of the transition between body positivity and body neutrality. Do you mm. want me to talk about neutrality a little bit? Please. Okay. I also have that in my notes. Okay. <laughs> so body positivity promotes accepting your body as it is mm-hmm. and recognizing its remarkable abilities and non-physical characteristics instead of the physical appearance. So mm. I also see it as because like there's like a my perception of this is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because this is just how I'm viewing it, but body positivity is looking at the exterior and you're accepting that thus exterior. You're, you're in yourself, right? Like you're accepting who you are externally. Right. Body neutrality is like, okay, I see that externally now. I'm, I'm focusing on that internally. And I also see it as another way of communicating of um when you see somebody like you for example and you are like a representation of body positivity mm-hmm. there's some it's, it's sometimes there could be some slickness with that mm-hmm. like they're being sly of oh you must be so brave to mm-hmm. put your body out like that <laughs> and so like I see you, I see the body positivity that you embrace, I want to be body positive too. But doing, we're we're coming into a culture of like diet culture, we're coming in a culture of, I don't know, like saying that, yeah, a woman who's bigger bodied is confident and brave and that's signified as body positive, but it feels like vindictive. 
And so now I'm seeing body neutrality as we're all bodies and we all come in shapes and sizes and I'm accepting you as you are and you do not have to change if you do not want to. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And the thought that came to me while you said that was there's no reason to have to pick something and be like, wow, you, you're so lucky that you're so confident. It's like you're already like insinuating that you're not allowed to be confident. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I'm like a bigger body. So with body neutrality, it's just like, I love your confidence. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Just leave it at that. Yeah. And yeah. So I think that we briefly mentioned it in the beginning of this conversation. And I'm like, I love that. Because it's like, why can't we just recognize that you're simply a body existing in this world? Right. And a that's beautiful like all it is. Yeah. But a Regardless. Body. <laughs> and then not, not having to be like, oh my gosh, like the... You're pretty for a big girl. You're so talented for... You're so photogenic for a big girl. Like, you know, like, you have a pretty face. Like, why can't you just say what it is? Yeah, you look good. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That is literally it. And I think, um, yeah, no, I definitely want to expand my perception to body neutrality. Because... Like, I feel like I feel very neutral in my body. Like, I'm just I'm not sitting there in the mirror. And of course, it doesn't happen every day. But I'm not sitting there being like, oh, my gosh. Like, I think there's a balance between both of them. Yeah. I think it's important to have body positivity because you're reclaiming that new version of yourself. Yes. The liberation part. The liberation part. (laughs) But then the neutrality comes in with also just self-acceptance and knowing Mm -hmm. that you don't have to change. Right. Mm -hmm. And that can show up in a lot of ways like ableism yeah um which i'm i'm now learning so i was like a i was like oh yeah mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. it makes me think of so my grandma would always say this out of all four girls so i'm i'm second of four i'm the prettiest like i i look the most graceful i think and she just said you're just overweight but if let's say you lose Mm -hmm. all that weight everyone else will be like basically you'll be like the diamond in Bridgerton (laughs) the diamond of the season it's like why does that matter like like, can I just be beautiful right right Mm -hmm. like so like she would say it like in a way yeah. Like, that's her. taking a dig at me, yeah. but mm-hmm. under the blanket of, I'm giving you a compliment. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're ugly. Oh, girl, yeah. I've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> Trust and believe. <laughs> so pretty for a big girl. I didn't know big girls were supposed to be ugly. Like, and, like I remember seeing this meme on, like, Instagram, like, oh, like, I think it was, like, me, like, saying, like, oh, I'm fat. And someone, like, but you're so pretty. It's, like, I never said I was ugly. Right. I'm just literally making, like, (laughs) yeah, like, I'm in a bigger body and I know that. Right. Again, the association with bigger, like, Mm -hmm. bodies just not, like, being equal to Eurocentric beauty standards. Right, right. It's a... Bodies, <laughs> like this, like whole like fat phobia is just based out of like white supremacy, and like I've been like exploring with that too, and like doing my own research, and I think that something that I will always, always do is take my modeling beyond the camera. Mm. Like, how else can I 
make moves? How else can I, again, create these spaces, not just for myself, but for others? How else can I make a movement within body positivity and body neutrality now? Mm-hmm. How can I educate people on their internalized fat phobia? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not even like mm-hmm. towards like people, but towards themselves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, sometimes I just hear my friends say certain things about themselves. I'm like, that's hurtful for me because I don't want you talking about my friend like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like... And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's a, an entire thing that we're all learning and dismantling and again, it's going to continue to grow. So those who are still in this mindset that like big is bad, Mm. grow up, (laughs) honestly. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about how it is to be dating as a plus size woman. I'm like, I know y'all are closeted. (laughs) Oh my God. Can we talk about it for a minute? (laughs) So when I first came here, they all, when I first came here, the guy that I was, we're not even together. We were just casually sleeping together. (laughs) And he told me, he told me, when you go visit the states, can you promise me one thing? Don't eat so much. Don't gain so much. Don't gain too much weight. Wait, why? Just because I was visiting for two weeks. And he thought that America was fat culture. Or? I have no idea, but I was like, hmm. that's interesting to say. Like you're not even my boyfriend. Mm. Like, yeah, he just kind of externally put that on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are you? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't eat so much. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> they just look over your face. Maybe you shouldn't eat so much. <laughs> but he was like, promise me it. don't get too fat when you visit. And I'm like, promise me? You're not even my boyfriend. I'm sorry. Can you promise me I'll get laid in <laughs> two weeks? Yes. Because <laughs> oh I ain't going to promise shit. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Well. No, yeah. But yeah. Topic. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Fuck. Honestly, fuck that. that. Because, no, we cannot. I'm, I hope I can cuss on here. Yeah. Yeah, but, we cuss all the time. Okay. okay. All the time. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like, uh, even just like being in um, spaces like, you know, mean girl culture, like mm. always being like the chubbier girl, the bigger girl, like the whole, wow, you pull so many men. And I'm like, because I have a personality. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I have a personality, okay? It takes beauty brains and booty. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, um, again, just super incredible to just like hold space in this way and own my realness own my own my body right yeah. own it own it own it work with it never against it light mm-hmm. it up light it up all the way up on fire pop the pussy pop the pussy <laughs> specifically the left lip. the left lip. <laughs> the left for you Zendaya for you Zendaya for you Zendaya <laughs> <laughs> All the way, it all the way to Vogue. Hey, internationally, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, 
Thank you so much for this lovely conversation. I am super happy and super buzzed, mean, mainly because of the wine bottle, <laughs> because of the high-end conversation. This is definitely something I've been like wanting to talk about mm-hmm. for yeah. a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I, excited for yeah. you. I'm excited for how our society is going to develop and yeah. hold space. When we, when we started this podcast, we were... Doing our schedule like and brainstorm. brainstorming. Your name is already on the top. It was a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it was all. It's always been there since day one. Yeah. Thank you. And we're we've just been like we're waiting for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so honored. I can't yeah. wait to. Yeah. I just can't wait. I just can't wait to listen back to this and continue to co- like create more like meaningful yeah. relationships with both of you too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Such an honor. Y'all are bomb. Y'all are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And man, you're doing some like really amazing work here and um, creating these like safe spaces for people to hold these conversations and just like you see in your description it's like to potentially heal too. I think I healed a little bit sitting here. I think I healed a little bit sitting yeah. here. I healed a lot sitting here. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what this is about. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. That's a wrap, babies. We hope you enjoyed our session today. We had so much fun hanging out with the infamous Stephanie. Moje. Wait. Did I do the toting? I did the toting. You did it perfectly. Moje. Wow. Good. <laughs> that was a smooth toting. We will see you next week. (laughs) Today's affirmation is, my worth is not subjected by my looks. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Wild baby. Oh, we're so cute. (laughs) You like your cupcakes and sprinkles? Yeah. What else? That was a good cupcake. (laughs) 